You and your dog are a team. Fuel is best in the field and in life with Purina Pro Plan Sport. Made for hardworking dogs of all ages, every sport formula starts with real meat as the number one ingredient and is specifically formulated to support strength and stamina. Try it today and see why ProPlan is the official dog food of Ducks Unlimited. Learn more at ProPlanSport.com. Mossy Oak has partnered with Ducks Unlimited to bring you Shadowgrass Habitat, the official camo of Ducks Unlimited. Shadowgrass Habitat pays homage to the first waterfowl-specific camo pattern ever made, Mossy Oak Shadowgrass, while incorporating the most realistic, digitally accurate images of the natural habitats that make up true waterfowl habitat. Mossy Oak is committed to conservation as its highest priority. With the launch of Mossy Oak Shadowgrass Habitat, Mossy Oak will continue funding habitat protection projects through our longtime partnership with Ducks Unlimited. Check out the new Shadowgrass Habitat pattern at mossyoak.com. Step into the world of Campus Waterfowl, a community that's shaping the future of the hunting industry. At Campus Waterfowl, we're more than just hunters. We're students. We're, students. we're conservationists. We're conservationists. With the next generation. the next generation. Join us as we highlight the dedication and commitment of young hunters nationwide. Visit CampusWaterfowl.com to become part of our story. Campus Waterfowl, the future of hunting starts here. We are the Ducks Unlimited Nation. United by our passion for hunting, the outdoors, and conservation. The habitats that Ducks Unlimited have been maintaining and building since 1937 have effects far beyond the duck hunting community. Follow along with our YouTube series as we tell your stories and become part of the Ducks Unlimited Nation. DU Nation. Take it outside. Welcome to the Ducks Unlimited podcast, the only podcast about all things waterfowl. From hunting insights to science-based discussions about ducks, geese, and issues affecting waterfowl and wetlands conservation in North America, we bring the resource to you. The DU Podcast with your host, Chris Jennings. Today I've got Dr. Tom Mormon, Ducks Unlimited's chief, chief biologist, and Dr. Mike Brazier. A Ducks Unlimited waterfowl scientist here at National Headquarters. Uh, we're still talking duck numbers. Duck numbers just recently came out, and we're going species by species here, so bear with us. Uh, today we're talking about the gadwall, very significant species for North America, third or fourth highest harvest on average uh, throughout North America. And this year, gadwall came in at 3.2 million. Um, that's almost the 10th highest on record, correct, Mike? It is. It's the 10th highest number on record. And just to clarify... Great ducks for our South Louisiana comrades. There you go. Perfect. Tom, do you want to make the gadwall sound real quick for everyone? (laughs) I'll pass right now. (laughs) Sorry, he's been making gadwall noises. Yeah, Yeah, gadwall, very important for hunters across the U.S., widely distributed, uh, third or fourth most most harvested bird on average. uh, And... It really is impressive when you look at gadwall through the years. We, we've we've spoken about some of the other species in other podcasts and how the, the pond conditions in the southern prairie provinces were really in, going into two years of drought. And last year things were dry in the Dakotas, uh, yet this bird, this species, just continues to produce and just continues to impress. Presently, its population is 61% over the long-term average. I mean, if, if there's... if if there's a bright spot in the in the breeding population survey, the report this year clearly it's going to be it's going to be gadwall. Yeah, and that really, I mean, I think when people looked at the chart that that we sent out, I think that really jumped off people. I saw people commenting about you know, hooray gadwall, you know, people were just excited to see you know that gray duck. Sorry, uh, numbers were, were were strong. Well, the other good thing about 
you know, this year for gadwalls is they're pretty prone to dropping out on some of the first water they encounter. And so we know that southern prairie Canada is mostly dry and gadwalls that settle there probably will have less success. The good news is eastern Dakotas and western Montana pull in a lot of gadwalls. Yeah, 1.3 million. Yeah, they'll settle in there and they should have a really good year because there's quite a bit of water. And that usually translates to some pretty good duck production for, for that bird. Awesome. Well, let's roll out, roll right down the list. Uh, American widgeon, very unique species. Um, came in this year on the, the survey at 2.8 million. Um, 0% change from 2018, but it looks like widgeon numbers are still strong, you know, 8% over the long-term yeah. average. Uh, the, the thing that hunters should know about widgeon is this is a bird that breeds predominantly in the boreal forest, mm -hmm. a little less in the prairies, actually a lot less in the prairies. Boreal forest to Canada and up into Alaska. And so if we look at boreal wetlands, traditionally they're a little bit more stable, a little bit more permanent. And so conditions there tend to be a little bit less variable. However, this year there is a little bit of a dry spot up there. Yeah. Um, what that ultimately means for widgeon production is a little unclear. It's actually not that well studied of a bird overall. Mm -hmm. um, but, you know, the population is, uh, I guess, right at its long-term average. And this year, no change from last year. So they should be okay. Yeah, and I was kind of happy to see widgeon sort of maintaining themselves. They were a species a few years ago where it kind of looked like they were, they they might have been following yeah. the trajectory of scop, you know, and thinking about they're both boreal nesters predominantly, yep. and you thought maybe something was going on there. But but widgeon seem to have kind of leveled off here, and uh, so it, it's an important bird for the Pacific Flyway folks. Uh, and and um, yeah, so not too bad of a picture for for widgeon this year. Green winged teal, uh, a lot of hunters' favorite bird. Um, fantastic table fare as well. Uh, 2019, 3.1 million birds counted, which was uh, 4% above the 2018 and 47% above the long-term average. Also one of the, you know, the, the second highest really on long-term average there. Um, that number gets people excited just to see that green wings yep. are doing well. Yeah, another bird on a great population trajectory over time. Also another bird that breeds typically a little bit north of the prairies. They're what we would call prairie parkland slash boreal nester. Uh, water conditions in that part of the world were a little better, at least in parts of the boreal and parts of the uh, prairie parkland country. Uh, also a big breeder in Alaska. And mm -hmm. so taken together, you know, Alaska was pretty dry this year, but the rest of that country was okay. And so population should at least hold its own. Yeah, and, and this the green wing is really an interesting species. It's the smallest dabbling duck that we have, the smallest duck we have in North America, and yet it has this really northern distribution, breeding distribution, and that's probably something that a lot of a lot of folks don't truly appreciate when you look at the, the breakdown of their numbers by survey region here. Uh, you have the boreal forest of the northern Alberta and British Columbia and on up in the Northwest Territories, plus Alaska, accounting for over two-thirds of this population. Wow. This species. Mm -hmm. oh, interesting, uh, interesting thing about that bird is it tends to be a pretty late migrant for such a little guy. And, you know, at least in our part of the world, Chris, where we hunt down here in Mississippi or Louisiana, Arkansas, green wings show up in force usually in January. Yeah. Um, it's an interesting bird. And, you know, sometimes probably be good for future discussion maybe to contrast green wings and blue wings a little bit because they're really different. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. The, these species, the species that nest in the boreal forest, are a little more challenging to try to get a handle on productivity just because uh, some of those survey areas are so large and breeding conditions can be so variable. And, and reading the report, that's one of the takeaways that I got from from that, uh, from that those survey regions. It's yeah. very variable uh, across think, that area. I think listeners, you know, need 
to kind of get a better grasp of the habitat there in the boreal? I mean, what's that like? I mean, it's bogs and sloughs and it's much more, it's very different from the prairies and very, probably really difficult to even survey. Well, the survey transects, you know, they're spread out further because it's such a big space mm-hmm. and the relative density of waterfowl is a lot lower. But the size of the place alone and the number of wetlands it carries, typically we'll see 30% of the waterfowl production in North America coming out of there. The beauty of it is, is that it's pretty consistently wet. And so even if a prairie drought hits, the boreal can be counted on to kick out some ducks. Yeah. Yeah, and so we've just talked about two species that are predominantly um, predominantly in that boreal forest region. So I'm just thinking about next year. Maybe we can have a podcast on location in the boreal forest. That's what I'm or something about. to thinking about. <laughs> That's what I'm talking about. Yeah, that sounds great. <laughs> well, hey, guys, I appreciate you joining us or, and going through these species. Um, we're going to go through the next few. So everyone just join us on the next podcast. We'll start out with blue wings and go all the way down the list. Thanks, guys. Thank you for listening to this episode of the DU Podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and subscribe to the show and visit www.ducks.org slash DU Podcast for resources based on today's topics as well as access to more episodes. Until next time, stay tuned to the Ducks. You and your dog are a team. Fuel is best in the field and in life with Purina Pro Plan Sport. Made for hardworking dogs of all ages, every sport formula starts with real meat as the number one ingredient and is specifically formulated to support strength and stamina. Try it today and see why Pro Plan is the official dog food of Ducks Unlimited. Learn more at ProPlanSport.com. Mossy Oak has partnered with Ducks Unlimited to bring you Shadowgrass Habitat, the official camo of Ducks Unlimited. Shadowgrass Habitat pays homage to the first waterfowl-specific camo pattern ever made, Mossy Oak Shadowgrass, while incorporating the most realistic, digitally accurate images of the natural habitats that make up true waterfowl habitat. Mossy Oak is committed to conservation as its highest priority. With the launch of Mossy Oak Shadowgrass Habitat, Mossy Oak will continue funding habitat protection projects through our longtime partnership with Ducks Unlimited. Check out the new Shadowgrass Habitat pattern at mossyoak.com. Step into the world of Campus Waterfowl, a community that's shaping the future of the hunting industry. At Campus Waterfowl, we're more than just hunters. We're students. We're We're conservationists. We're conservationists. With the next generation. generation. Join us as we highlight the dedication and commitment of young hunters nationwide. Visit CampusWaterfowl.com to become part of our story. Campus Waterfowl, the future of hunting starts here. We are the Ducks Unlimited Nation. United by our passion for hunting, the outdoors, and conservation. The habitats that Ducks Unlimited have been maintaining and building since 1937 have effects far beyond the duck hunting community. Follow along with our YouTube series as we tell your stories and become part of the Ducks Unlimited Nation. DU Nation. Take it outside.